Welcome to Human Resources for Small Business, where we discuss HR best practice, hot topics in HR, HR strategy, and employment law changes that affect business. I'm your host, Brandon Laws of Zenium HR. Our website is www.zeniumhr.com, where you can follow us, read articles, watch videos, or contact us. Thank you for listening. Today is May 30th, and my guest today is Lacey Halpern. Welcome, Lacey. Thank you. I asked Lacey to come back for um, a second podcast on creating the perfect job posting. She has many years of experience in creating job postings in her time with Express Employment Professionals and now her time with Zenium as a human resource account representative. So Lacey, with, in creating job postings, I'd say technology has definitely changed the way people are doing things. Yes. Um, no longer are you cold calling people to uh, get a new candidate in, but you're using technology um, to find new people. Um, and what, in what ways would you say that technology has changed it? I would say that technology has really increased the opportunity for companies to get the word out that they're hiring. There are so many different platforms and ways that you can communicate to the world that your organization is looking for new talent. And I think companies are really starting to jump on the bandwagon with social media, and they're not just looking to recruiting firms, to headhunters, to find top talent. So what specific platforms or websites or networks would you say that hiring managers or recruiters should really be posting new jobs that are opening up? I think it depends on the type of job that you're looking for, right? So if you are in a specific industry, let's say a nonprofit, where there's a type of job that you're recruiting for that really requires somebody who's got that type of industry experience, manufacturing is another great example. You need somebody who's got a really specific skill set. There are certain job boards that are really tailored towards those specific industries. I would say that's a great place to start. Oftentimes, those job boards can be pretty expensive, though. So I would really look at where have we gotten our top talent from in the past. Oftentimes, employers have ways of tracking the way that they get their new hires, especially if you're using an online application system. Sometimes they've got the ability to track candidates where they're coming from so that you can see trends. So if all of your best new hires came from Craigslist, why not start there? That's another great way to find talent. I think there's a common misconception about Craigslist that if we post on there, we're going to get bombarded with resumes and applications. And it's true. It's very inexpensive, so a lot of employers post there. It's pretty simple for candidates to simply just hit reply and send you their resume or their cover letter. If you're an organization that's using an online platform to do an application, it's easier to put that posting on Craigslist, provide the link for the candidate to have to go on and fill out your online application, and that definitely decreases the number of unqualified candidates. There's lots of other job boards, JobDango, CareerBuilder, those are a few examples of some pretty common ones that most people know about. They now have the ability to do pre-screening questions, which is great. You also have the ability to upload a bio about your company on those websites so you can really share what your company is all about. And then another really great avenue that I have found significant success with is the employment department. So with the number of people that are out of work, if you've got a contact at the employment department and you've built a relationship, they understand what your business does, what your needs are, and you've really worked to strengthen that relationship, 
It's pretty easy to send them a quick email, let them know that you're looking for someone, here are the qualifications for the job, they're going to do the work for you, send over the qualified candidates, and then you're able to work back and forth and explain to them candidates that are coming over that maybe aren't the right fit and why. In each of these platforms, would you say there's a giant range of how much it costs to post a job? Mm-hmm. I know on LinkedIn, there's there's a cost to it. What about Craigslist right. or JobDango or any of those? Right. They all vary. There are some avenues that are free. There are some avenues where they're pretty expensive. So you're paying five, six, seven hundred dollars for one job posting. And oftentimes, the really expensive ones you can buy in bulk. So for a company that's going to be ramping up, where they've got several positions to fill. Sometimes it makes sense to buy those packages so that you can get multiple jobs at a lower cost. So when you get started on the platforms, what should a hiring manager or recruiter actually put as far as content in the job posting itself? Well, I think one thing that's really important is how the candidate's supposed to contact you, right? So if you put all of the information up about the job, but the candidate doesn't know what they're supposed to do and they can't follow the directions of whether they're supposed to fill out your online application on your website, submit a cover letter and a resume, maybe it's just a resume, letters of recommendation, they need to know what to do and how to do it. So that's, I think, number one. I think it's also important to talk about your company culture, what you do as a business. Sometimes companies will post their ads blind, which means that they're not including the company name so that candidates aren't calling or showing up at the business, which can be disruptive. I think it's still important to include what you do, especially if it's an industry where a skill set would be specific. If you're looking for someone who's got experience working in a metal shop, you might need somebody who knows that your company is a metal shop. So those are the kinds of things that I would include about the company. And then certainly job requirements, education requirements, years of experience, those are all good things to include so that candidates are essentially weeding themselves out, determining whether or not they meet your qualifications, and then they're responding hopefully appropriately. Would you basically throw the whole entire job description on a posting or would you use elements of it? Definitely not. Um, I think that people as they're reading through can get bored and sometimes they miss the important details if there's too much information up there. A summary of what the job is, what the requirements are, how they can contact you, and a little bit about what the company does and some culture, and maybe even a benefits piece. If you're an organization that offers flexible schedule, work from home arrangements, lots of PTO, those are the kind of things where you want to attract people. Those are all great things to include, but I would definitely not recommend putting every job duty in the job posting. When you're dealing with, and basically this is a marketing function if you think about it, so in terms of call to actions, what sort of call to actions have you used in the past? I've seen companies indicate that employees or candidates are supposed to respond with resumes and cover letters and letters of recommendation. Some companies just direct people to their website and hope that that candidate can figure out a way to find the spot where there's the career page and the online application as kind of a test to see if that person can follow through and finish the process. I've seen other companies that just want replies. So just reply to this ad with interest. So it's really up to you how much time you have to sift through resumes and cover letters. I'm a big fan of online applications. It definitely helps you kind of sort things out, and there's a lot of platforms out there that allow you to do pre-screening questions, which is great. It's something that companies are including now in the application process before they get to a phone screen or an in-person interview. On the job posting itself, would you put a range of pay, and what are the pros and cons to that? Good question. Kind of depends. If it's an entry-level position, and you're pretty firm that we're only going to be paying, say, 9 or $10 an hour, 
and there's no flexibility and you really don't need someone with a lot of skills, sure, putting the pay range is fine. If it's a pretty high level position where you're really dependent on the experience, if somebody comes to the table with 10 years of experience in this job with industry experience to match, and they're maybe replacing somebody who was a key asset to your organization, maybe putting the pay range doesn't make sense because you might be willing to be flexible on there. It can limit you by putting the pay range on there. If there's someone who has been in a senior position and they have been making a significant amount of money and they see a pay range that's much less than what they're used to making, it may deter them, especially if there's not added benefits included in your job posting, they might not apply and you might miss out on top talent that you didn't know was out there. So along those lines, are there any real tricks to posting? Yeah, there's lots of ways that you can make your ads exciting. Some sites are pretty limiting, so they've got boxes where you're just copying and pasting text that you've typed in and there's not a lot of formatting options, but there are other sites like Craigslist, for example, where you're able to play with the formatting, the font, you can upload photos, including links to your website is nice too, so that the candidate can find their way to your website a little bit more about what the company does. I would really encourage companies, if I was advising them on how to do a job posting, to really make it stand out, make it look different than all the other ads. A block paragraph with text doesn't read as nicely as something with bold and different fonts, bullets, pictures, those sorts of things are attractive. And they show a candidate that whoever posted that ad took the time to do it too. Is there any HTML coding involved in some of these postings or are there easy formatting uh, functions within these postings? Each site is pretty different. So if you're not an Excel at HTML, which I'm not either, there's plenty of search engines out there that can help you figure out what to do to make something bigger, stand out, maybe indent a few of the lines for the requirements, those sorts of things. I wouldn't advise anybody to get too creative, and if it's too difficult for you, it's not going to happen. But if there's a way that you can make your ad look a little bit different than all the other ads out there, it's going to make it stand out. And even though there are a lot of people out there looking for work, you want to find top talent, people that are going to be an asset to your organization. Now, what about titles? Uh, most of the time in a Craigslist or uh, LinkedIn or something, only the title is shown. And mm -hmm. somebody really needs to click it to see the full entire formatting, job uh, posting, and all that. Right. What sort of titles would you use? Would you use something that is specific uh, to the actual job, or would you kind of create your own fun little title? I've seen both. It kind of depends on the position. If it's a fun position, like a marketing position, or something where there's some creativity involved, I think the job title's got to be creative. So we've got, um, you know, we've seen examples of people putting social media expert tweet tweet. So there's lots of great examples that are out there and creative ways that you can make those job titles stand out. If I was recruiting for, say, a controller or someone in a finance or accounting position, having a really creative title might not be appealing to those sorts of candidates. So our job as recruiters is to step into the shoes of the candidate and really think about what would attract them to this position. What is important? If our target audience is somebody that is creative and knows about HTML, we want to get spicy with the ad and, and make it stand out so that they really um, see what our organization is capable of. Like I said, if it's a position that's pretty administrative and they might not necessarily find that sort of thing appealing, there's no need to, to add that in. So just for fun, can you speculate how technology is going to continue to change how candidates 
and hiring managers interact and find each other? Mm-hmm. I think that things have changed even in the last six months that I've been doing recruiting. So I think a lot of companies are going to online platforms to do web applications, which is somewhat limiting to candidates. They're not able to put together the fancy cover letters that they once were. They're not able to send the creative emails that they once were. Um, By filling out the online application, they kind of get sent into this queue, and then hiring managers are sifting through that. So I think that is going to change things. And then I think social media is going to be a huge shift. So companies now have Facebook pages, they have LinkedIn pages, and I've seen many of my clients using those as avenues to find talent and posting there, and then their employees are going in on those pages and liking those pages. And then their friends see it, and it's it's really changing the way that the word is getting out. And it's really a more cost-effective way of spreading the word, right? You're not spending $1,000 on ads when all of your employees are going in and liking your new job posts. So what are some good resources for hiring managers and owners really to figure out how to create an effective job posting? Well, one example that I mentioned earlier is the employment department. I think that that's a great free resource for employers to go to. Um, There's also plenty of online tools that they can seek out. And really, if your organization is big enough where you've got an internal HR professional or a recruiting team, certainly those are the places to, to reach to first. My guest today has been Lacey Halpern. Thanks for being part of our show. You're welcome. This podcast is produced by Zenium Resources, Inc., all rights reserved. For information on guests or for interview requests, please visit www.zeniumhr.com or email info at zeniumhr.com. Everything on this show should be considered educational and informational only and not personal advice. Please consult with the appropriate tax, legal, or business professional for individualized advice.